Welcome everybody. It's been a minute. Yep, because we had Christmas crazy. It was, yes, it was crazy. I can't help saying that one and not singing it. Yeah, singing it, you were singing Christmas crazy. It was crazy. crazy. That's, that's what happens when you have a wild Christmas is you sing words. I can't even sing. But sing songy. I am sing songy. You get sing songy. <laughs> you do. But it's over and I'm so glad. Like this Christmas was just not like Christmassy. It wasn't. Everything from the weather to shopping to short like everything. time frame like instead of having 5 or 6 weeks after Thanksgiving, we only had not even 4. It was not even 4? I don't think so. I mean, the 29th was Thanksgiving, I think, or 28th or something like that. And we're such procrastinators anyway. We usually shop like yeah, we put it off. 10 days to a week before Christmas, and it came up on us real quick. But we did it. We pulled it off yet again. Cheers. Somehow. And cheers to that. Um, and our styrofoam cups full of wine. Yes, cheers. But it's over, and I'm so very glad. And I have the rest of the week off, and it is so amazing. And it's that time of year. It's that time of year. We're going into 2020. This is 2020. <laughs> Sorry. Had to. So we're going to go into 2020. And it's time for everybody to make, make goals. Here we go. Set goals and get Here like all jacked get. up about how they're going to change your life in 2020. You have like, is that a scar on your face? Why are you rubbing my face? What, what, what you, are you what doing? You're poking your... my what are you doing? What happened to your face? What do you mean what happened to my face? Did you like rub it on concrete? Or is that brownie mix? Or is it chocolate chip cookie? What are you talking about? Why are you rubbing my face? Is I it... think you're okay now. I just cooked for Maddie. Well, it looked like a scab up there over your eye. Like somebody see, gave you a left hook. See, here's the thing. Maddie's home from college for her break. But she has to go back the weekends. Just to say the weekends to work. Her and her friend. Her roommate. And they're staying in the dorm. Well, that's all fine and good, except the cafeteria is not open. So they have no way to eat except for, for to go through the drive-thru, and they're sick of going through drive throughs So they asked me today if I would cook my green bean casserole because it's smack. I thought it was slap. Slap? Yeah, slap. Sorry. It was slap. Yeah, it's I think slap. Smack might be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it's slap. I'm sorry. I'm tired. And then she said, some sort of pasta, some sort of chicken, and your chocolate chip cookies that hit different. They do hit, they're the hit different cookies. So I did. I made the casserole. Jeff made the chicken. I made baked ziti that I've never made before. This recipe was really good. And chocolate chip cookies. So it could have, in fact, been one or all of that on top of my forehead because when I'm in the kitchen, I am a very, very messy cook. You, it's the, the two spots are messy, the bedroom and the kitchen. Okay. Too much information on that. Yeah, a little bit. But let's digress. It's 2020. Everybody's making goals. Everybody's setting goals. Everybody's getting excited for new starts. What do you think about all that? I think it's awesome. I just think that we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to, like, get too, too adventurous with your goals. Get too crazy. Right. Because people set these big old goals and then they come into the middle of the year and they didn't do it. Then they get down on themselves and they come to the end of the year they're like, oh, I didn't do it again. So you know what? Here's my philosophy. If you're not committed to it 100%, don't set it. 
Yeah, or stair step it. Like don't don't try to go from I haven't I don't know what the goal might be. Make more money, get a raise, work out, get in shape, lose fifty pounds, lose two hundred pounds, whatever it is. But don't go from like sitting on the couch, never working out, to this year I'm gonna be that inspiration. I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds that I need to lose. Just I mean, it's not bad to set the goal to lose 100 pounds, but man, you can get discouraged quick. Well, Why don't you just set it in increments? Yeah, short-term goals. Just start working. Get up every day and go. Short-term goals. You're right. So you can set, uh, I just going to use the weight loss because it's it's my industry. If you need to lose 100 pounds this year, fine. Maybe you do. And maybe you set that goal to lose 100 pounds this year, but... And write that down somewhere and keep it close. My goal is to lose 100 pounds. But what are you going to do, like you just said, in small steps? Your first goal, if you, you know, your first short-term goal, if you are just starting a fitness journey, is like you just said, just get up and get to the gym every day. Consistently. Say, I want to get up off the couch. I want to go to the gym three times a week consistently without fail for a month. Then celebrate that goal, right? Celebrate that victory. You did it. You got up. Three times a week for a month straight and went to the gym. All right. And and, and, and in connection with that, you probably are going to lose a little bit of your 100 pounds. Right? You, you might lose 5 or 10 pounds. That's right. And then you set another goal. Well, now I want to do this. Now I want to do that. And build. Like you said, building on it is the best way to do it. Because when we get small victories, when we, we see ourselves reach these small goals, it gives us momentum to keep going. If you say, I want to lose 50 pounds in three months, could you possibly... You probably wouldn't be doing it right, though. But you probably would be doing it right. But if you didn't, you're going to beat yourself up. So just say, I want to lose five pounds this month. That might not seem like a lot, but it'll add up. So I think that's key, is setting small-term goals. And I want to remember that, because when we have our 2020 meeting tomorrow... That's right. Big, big we're things We're going to have our life, our life, our marriage, our podcast, my business, everything. 2020 meeting tomorrow at Starbucks. We're probably going to get the whiteboard out probably sticky notes, and they're going to say, what's Angie doing today here? 2020 planning, yeah. Right. Because coming from just coming from a sales culture, coming from setting sales goals every year, you know, you, you've, I've been there where you set the crazy goals. The sad thing is, is you've got to, like you said, do increments. You, you can't really focus on the number. you got to focus on the activity. Yes. Because... What happens is, if you're like me, you get through the first quarter, and maybe you're not on pace to hit your goal, but you just say, you're not really watching it. So you just say, I'll make it up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? I'll make it up somewhere. Well, that doesn't tend to work out very well, unless you get lucky. Now you're counting on getting lucky. Right. Now you're counting on some miracle to happen where you hit your goal. You know, either an abnormally large sell to make up the difference for the, for the for the gap in the first quarter, or whatever it might be. But I think whether it's fitness, whether it's your sales goals, whether it's making more money, whether it's saving, whether it's whatever it may be, that's what I've learned over the years and I still have trouble doing it is figuring out what behavior is going to get me there and focusing on that behavior and focusing on the activity daily and holding yourself accountable daily. And you need to find somebody to hold yourself accountable. You need to tell people. You need to, if you're, if you need in the fitness world, people, you're crazy. You got to get a trainer. Yeah. If you want to really do have a serious goal, if you're just somebody that's going to show up to the gym three times a week, you're going to pedal, and you'll be like, okay, I did that. 
We're done. That's, that's not what, but if you have goals and you're wanting to get somewhere, you need to hire a personal trainer. Best one in town, and Fitco. Of course. <laughs> and if you're not in town, she does online training. Still a commercial. Thank you. I she's great that. at what she does. Um, or even if you, you know, even if you can't afford a trainer or something like that, um, which I think is crazy. Um, most people, let me just digress for a second. Some people may not be able to afford a, a trainer, okay? But if you live in our area, most of the trainers in the Charleston area are, most of them, not all, are reasonably priced, you know? Yes. But if you, if so. you pay for something, if you, listen, you probably, if you stop spending the money to eat out, if you stop going to, okay, I'm talking to myself here, if you stop going to Sheets every day and getting your protein bar, if you stop going to Starbucks, I'm not going to do it, so nobody asked me to do it. It's not going to happen. It's two ninety four a day. But what I'm saying is Dang. if you stop some of these little habits and you invest in your health, you invest in your fitness, you'll be more likely to stick with it. If you say, oh, I can't afford a chair, I'm just going to do it on my own, you may be able to do it on your own, and that's great. Yeah, your goal you, you may can't, be able to get to. If you invest, you're going to try that much harder because you've already paid for it. I just had somebody say that the other day. I've spent this $50 for your unlimited classes. I'm going to come here because I've already paid you, so I'm going to be here. And sometimes that's what it takes, a little bit yeah. up front, you know? Yeah. But even if it's not fitness, talking about goals, even if it's re- with your relationships, with this, which this hits home with me in a few different areas, um, you know, whether it's your relationship with your, your significant other or friendships, okay? I have a goal in 2020, I'll just share, to um, invest in more in friendships and to do more things with my friends. Now, okay, that's a pretty big goal. It's pretty vague, actually. I want to be more specific, and I want to make it more short-term. This month, I want to reach out to this person and this person and at least go have a drink, at least go to dinner with them. Right. Instead of just say, oh, yeah, let's do something all the time. Let's do, do, do. Too much. Too much. Too much. So I want to strategically plan it and actually execute it with a few people. You know what I mean? I want to do the same thing. That's a good goal. Yeah. And then, you know, Jeff and I have our relationship goals that we want to do, the, the changes that need to be made. But again, there is a big picture, but there's also what are you going to do right now, small, that you can stick with that's going to make a difference in your relationships. Maybe it's spending time with your kids. Maybe you need to spend more time with your kids to so you say, oh, every single weekend we're going to go do something. Are you? Or do you just want to say once a week we're going to connect in this way that we don't normally connect? That may sound right. sad. You don't connect with your kids once a week. Yeah, of course I see my kids. Do but you connect intentional, with them? Yeah. Do you do something different than everyday life? That's what I'm talking about. So don't say, oh, every single Saturday we're going to go do this. Maybe you are. How long are you going to stick with it? Instead, I want to say, once a week, I'm going to do this at some point in the week with you that I don't normally do. It can't be something that you normally do, right? Like, obviously, we're going to eat together some. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But, like, let's go do something. Right. And connect. I like that. Right? You're going to put your phone down. I'm going to put my phone down. Right. We're going to be off the grid for an hour, and we're really going to connect. Whether we're ice skating or going to Target or just sitting at Starbucks having coffee, just whatever it is. I like that. People don't intentionally connect, and that drives me crazy. We don't because we get caught up in the humdrum of life, and you get caught up in all the the busyness, and then you're tired, and you're exhausted, and you don't want to do things, you don't want to make plans. Well, we're, You work your butt off all day, and it's just, you have to be intentional because you never regret it. And we're used to just having our phones in our faces all the time. And let me tell you something. Over this last month, Jeff and I have talked a lot like, usually at night we watch TV, 
He goes to his couch. I kind of go to my chair. And we talk and we hang out. And we're watching. But he's doing his drawing. I'm doing my social media, whatever. But for, like, the last month, we've just been, like, not doing that. Like, he's been sitting, like, right beside me or I've been sitting right beside him. Phones have been down and we've just been talking about whatever. Yeah, TV. We haven't and watched we TV. Haven't even... Like we, we we have a lot of shows we can watch. We can we can catch up on eventually. Right, but we've just been connecting in that way, and it's been really kind of nice over the last month or so. I don't know where I'm going with this. I love it. I think that's a goal to continue. I think that people don't. I think that's because we realized we weren't connecting over the last several months. And it's just because life was busy, and you know, we just started like getting in what autopilot. You get an autopilot in your relationship, I guess. You get home, you crank out dinner. You work late sometimes. I work late sometimes. We get here, we get the kids deal dealt with. We may, maybe we crush your podcast out. You've been Pour driving for wine. Uber a lot, right? Had men, you know, so it just crush, crush, crush some stuff out. Oh my gosh, are you tired? Yeah, we get we get some wine. We sit down, and it's just you exhale. And you say, because we're in the same room... It counts. It's all good. And it is and, good. And it is good. So if Because some people don't even sit in the same room. Right. But, but for us... But it's, for us, we stop connecting like we sh- like we need to to really stay on, on track for right. us. We were just on autopilot. And so things were lacking in certain areas. I was lacking. He was lacking. Whatever it was, we came together. We figured it out. We're, you know, whatever. But... What I like and what we discovered, I think, is that we started acting like we were dating again, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that made a huge difference, and that's one of the goals that I want as far as our relationship goes for 2020 is to treat each other like you're dating again as much as possible. Now, I know life's going to get in the way because when we were dating, we didn't have four kids, right? Right. I get it. I understand that. It's not realistic to do it all the time. But most of the time, a lot of the time, sit and intentionally think about what did we do for each other, with each other, when we were around each other, that was like when we were dating, that we liked, that made us feel giddy, that made us feel excited, that gave us butterflies, that you know made us feel special. Because when you get married and you have kids, sometimes, newsflash, plot twist, that goes away, right? Sometimes yes. that goes away. And it's not because you don't love the other person. It's not because you don't care about the other person. It's because you have life. It's inevitable. And it happens. It's inev- in- inevitable. I can't talk. With anybody you live with and you do life with, it it eventually, and, and people are probably thinking like like I have or like most people have, well, if you really care about the person, you shouldn't have to make plans. You shouldn't have to put a reminder in your phone. You shouldn't have to be intentional because you care about, well, that's not true. That person probably hasn't been married very long. Well, that person probably <laughs> ends up thinking woo-woo like, love is love, and it'll always be like that. And now, when you hear people say, we've fallen out of love, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, we've fallen out of love a lot, but we came back in because right. we've said, you know, we've either it's either blown up because we haven't been honest with each other about areas of our life where we need things to come together. Um, right. Because it's easy, I know, I don't know if it's easy for all men, but I know it's easy for me and mentality-wise. We're all aiming to get comfortable. We're all aiming to get into a rhythm and a routine where we don't have to do as much. Right. So when you feel like you're in this great relationship and you're you're thinking, we're good, we're good, you don't think about doing something special. Right. You think that you're good, which is really scary. And that's in a book I read, phrase that out there, because 
I have to say that every once in a while. That's what a guy, a guy said, which hit me pretty hard, you know, and I was reading it last month. Um, still need to finish it. But the guy, it was, it was more um, for business, self-help, making money, that kind of thing that I'm reading. And he's talking about customers and being being a little bit different than the next guy. And it was interesting because he said, he, you know, he has a room full of men. This was way back. This is this was a while back. The example. So that he has a room for men. He said, how many of you, you guys have done anything special for your wives lately? And he said, not like pick stuff up around the house. How many of you have done something special? How long has it been since you brought home flowers? How long has it been since you planned a night out without her knowing and come home and got her, told her to, you know, be ready at six and take mm-hmm. her out? And I think the purse, there, there was no one which was sad, but it had been at least like three months since any of them had done anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just easy. Well, yeah, you get you get stuck. You, you can get stuck with date night, too. That can be a trap, right? Oh, yeah. You, we've done that where it's like our date night's this night, and then all of a sudden that becomes a routine, and there's no spunk in it because it's just like muscle Because memory. it's we're going to the same place, so it's not really a date. It's just like, I did that to you not long ago. I said, I want to, I need to go out on a date. And yes. you, you were like, and I'm not saying this to try to like pick on you or anything. No, it goes but, it's, my but it's a good example. And, and I said, I really want to go on a date. And he's like, okay. And he comes home and he's like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just want to go out. I just want to go on a date. And he said, okay. And he, and then he said, we just ended up going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, that's not a date because we go there once a week, if not twice. They know us there. They know exactly what we want. We don't have to sit down and look at the menu. Like they, they see us come in there. They know our drinking. Well, pretty much what we want to eat. That's not a date to me. That's like just like we're going to hang out, right? I agree. What I meant is I want to get dressed up, and I want to go somewhere where we really haven't gone before. We don't go very much, and I need it to be a little bit special, right? And that may sound selfish of me to ask for, or you may think you shouldn't even have to ask for that. Jeff should just do it. It's true. Okay. Well, mm, yeah, but really, that's what I was talking about about me getting us guys. And girls do it too. You get, well, in a, yeah. you get in a rut where you're like, like you said. I mean, yeah, I agree with you 100. percent Like once I realized what happened, and it's not like she threw a fit and everything went crazy. It was just like a talk we had, which being open and honest is number one thing that helps the relationship, which has taken us years to get there. But me to go, oh, get defensive at first. Well, sure. Get a little pissy, you yeah. know? Like, really? Jeff gets pissy, you guys. I know that you might not think he does. Because everybody thinks he's just, oh, poor Jeff. He gets pissy sometimes. I'm telling you. Everybody thinks you're so funny and so nice all the time. Pretty much I Angie's am. the mean one. She's the bitchy one. Anyway, I'm sorry. Is that, is that like a, are you, that's a statement, like a true, is that a statement? You're no, making? but somebody said that recently. They said something about, oh, poor Jeff has to put up with you. <laughs> I'm like, Really? <laughs> Really? I love putting up with you. It's great. Well, obviously, you've been putting up with me for a long time now. But going back Sorry. to falling into ruts, right? Right. I think that it happens, too, with women. Just as much as men. It's in different areas. I think women get into the rut, and this is just conversations with dudes throughout life, you know, and people throughout life. They get in a rut where... They say, we do have sex regularly, right? Right. So what is it? Every Tuesday night they have sex. Or say it's even twice a week, they're really good. Well, that's not... that Dudes still want variety. They want some excitement. Just like a woman wants it to be different than going to Buffalo Wild Wings. 
A man wants to be different. So when you say than just going to bed like they did last Tuesday, and you then the woman rolling over and saying, "You're welcome. You got to have sex with me tonight. I did my duty." You know what I mean? So, so like when you say, "I just it'd be nice if you just would wear something, you know, sexy, different to bed every once in a while." And it's, uh, instead of wearing my fuzzy pants, I come to bed with shorts. That's not that's, good enough. That's pretty good, actually. That's basically like going but, to Buffalo Wild Wings when you say you want a date. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're we're learning tonight. All right, got you. No Buffalo Wild Wings. And no and shorts. No, yeah, no shorts at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, what women do fall into that trap of like not making things as spicy for because you know guys want that. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, yes, that's and, why. I'm, yeah. And so it is. It, it happens. We. But think women that, have to feel sexy too. It's so complicated. It is. It's very complicated. Why is it so hard? It's so. It's so complicated. And men don't make women feel like a queen, which that's a huge thing. It's like making it like that's what I'm trying to listen, get to. Do y'all not listen to Rihanna? Rihanna? How do you say it? Rihanna? Oh, I listen and watch Rihanna. I want you to make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. Is that Rihanna or is that Beyonce? It's, it's Rihanna. both of them as far as I'm concerned. No, it's not, Jeff. One of them sings it. Rihanna. Yeah, that's what we're saying. I want you to make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. Right, it's it's weird. It's like it's maybe in the new year, you focus on, and I'm preaching to myself, making this woman in your life that you're married to or dating, making her your girlfriend, making her feel special. Yes. And see if maybe that triggers her to be more frisky, like it would. wanting to put put on some sexy Teddy instead of you. Don't say that word, Teddy. teddy come on, it is 2020. We don't say Teddy. It's almost 2020 and Teddies are coming back. No, please just don't. Just like bell bottoms. No, and please don't. Please do not ever call lingerie a Teddy again. Please. Please. Okay. Lingerie. Okay. And guys are kind of, you know, we're like, eh, I bought you some lingerie and then expect you to put it on and do tricks. It's it's not gonna happen. Tricks. 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 So. Oh my gosh, you are so weird. It's not tricks. But nobody's gonna do a trick in a teddy. Nobody's doing tricks in teddies. There are women doing. Nobody's tr- doing I've tricks in it. lingerie. Tricks. Could you please explain what a trick is in lingerie? A trick. Well, like we're could, at the freaking circus. They could do it not in lingerie. They don't have to be in lingerie. They Nobody could be does in tricks in bedrooms, Jeff. They do their sexual acts. No, they're okay. Now we're getting somewhere, but they're not tricks. Some of them are. No, I'm not a magician. I don't do tricks. You make some things disappear. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> okay, I still don't do tricks. All right. Well, then that's not a trick. All right. Anyway. So my point is that attitude that I've heard about. It's like you. Men and women have the same problem. We think because we did something for you that we do anyway, that you should be like, oh my gosh, that makes me so excited. I can't wait to get in bed with you and rock your world. You know what I mean? <laughs> and all I did was wash the dishes, but I think that, that should turn you on. Uh, and that's it not used the case. to, but I'm used to it. But now. a woman yeah, different. is the same way in bed. She gets in bed, and it's not Tuesday this week. It's Wednesday. Right. Right? Right. She rubs on you. Right. And she tells you 
that you're a real tiger in the sack and to give oh it to her. Oh my gosh, nobody does that. And then and then you do it and she's like, "See, I did what I needed to do. You're welcome." If I call you tiger, you're so grateful. You should be so grateful that you got to have this tonight. Just like I'm saying you should be so grateful and you should want to bang me because I did the dishes. No, not anymore. It's old, that's old news. It is old news. You got to do something different. Um, I'm never going to call you Tiger. Is that what you're hinting? You're wanting me to pet you and call you Tiger? No. And do tricks in teddies. <laughs> is this what I'm learning or am I misunderstanding? No, I, you're reading it wrong. Okay. The tricks, yes. We're going to learn some on YouTube after this podcast. <laughs> No, you porn, <laughs> not YouTube. Uh, and no Teddy. We'll, we'll skip the Teddy. Do you I have to call, call you tiger? tiger? Okay. No, no, no. Not, I, when I say Tiger, like a, you think a Tiger Woods? I do, and really I just, horny. I despise Tiger Woods with every ounce of my being. Every well, ounce that I have. I'll pick another name. I'll pick another name. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I do think, going back to what you, your original point, well, not your original point, but the point before this, is if you, it, it does work full circle. So if either guys go out of their way to make the girl feel special, then the girl's probably going to want to do a little something-something. Or if the girl just is like, you know what, I want to do a little something-something, it might make the guy in turn like, I want to make her feel special tomorrow. You know what I mean? It does go hand in hand. It does. But expectations. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, let's not get into expectations. Okay, so if a guy goes out of his way and does something for his lady or his man or whatever, his significant other, okay, goes out of his way to do something to make that person feel special, whether it's flowers, a note on the car, you know, getting on the Walmart speaker and being like, Angie Runyon, I love you, or something like would that. Would you like that? I think it would be amazing. I think it would be hilarious. Something like that. And it's then, like, people. you expect, you're like, oh, I did that. I'm going to get some tonight. And then you don't. The, 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 your significant it's really, other, listen, really rough. Your significant other is just like, I love you so much. Thank you for doing that tonight. It made me feel so special. I'm so tired. I'm going to go to bed now. Good night. And she means, he means nothing by it. It's just like, that's just what happened. You go to bed feeling like, well, frick. That didn't, you know what I mean? Like, expectations. Do it with that. Listen, if you do it without expectations, you're going to get a lot more out of it. And when something does happen, it's going to be even more, you know what I'm saying? But ladies too, if you do something for your husband that you don't normally do, I won't name anything, but y'all know what I mean? Like what we do unexpectedly out of the blue. And then you expect the next morning for breakfast in bed. And then you don't get breakfast in bed and you just did this deed. And you're like, what the freak? Never doing that again. Expectations are horrible. Yeah. So you've got to do yeah, stuff without are. expectation. That's not fair to the other person. It's not fair to the other person. It's not genuine. It's not genuine. If you're expecting something in return, it's not genuine. Right. And we, I don't think you just ask for it. We all do it. But I think in life, if you get into expectations too, it gets pretty rough because we all have expectations about how a situation's going to go or how a conversation is going to go, and when it doesn't go that way, if you've had those expectations already in place, right, you automatically get pissy, you get irritated, things don't, you know what I mean? Expectations are just a it's hard a, on a relationship. It is, and it's hard. It's hard even even not on a relationship with your significant other, but even on a relationship with your children. Case in point, like I said tonight, I cooked for Maddie. Right, I cooked her. All that as I said, I cooked her. 
And I even said to Jeff, I was like, if she comes in and she's bitchy towards me, I'm going to be so mad. I just spent three hours in the kitchen cooking. So I'm expecting her to like kind of be like, oh my gosh, mom, that was so nice. That's so good. Thank you so much. It looks so good. Oh my gosh. Oh, if she come, if she comes in and does that, that's great. But I'm, cause I'm expecting her to, cause I spent all but the time. But you shouldn't. But I don't you finish. <laughs> he doesn't let me finish. It really makes me I mad. always let her finish in bed though. Oh my gosh. That's what I deal with. Anyway. So I'm expecting her to come in and do that, okay, in my head. And then if she doesn't, if she just comes in, it's like, hey, goes to her room and then takes the food tomorrow without saying anything, it's going to make me feel a certain type of way because I expected her to do this. So I'm not going to have any expectations. I showed her. I sent her a snap of what I did. She sent me heart eyes back. And that's all I'm going to, that's all I'm going to get. That's all I'm got. Well, that was good. It was good. Heart eyes. Yeah. And she just needs to be appreciative. That's the expectation you should have. I know. As but, your daughter. But she's also 19. Yeah, but if she isn't appreciative of what you did and doesn't show appreciation, she should be called out. There are some that's things your that job, we then. all do. Because then it looks selfish on me. That's your job. That's, that's not where, selfish. You, that's where, you, you no, worked for That's where you hours. come in, and if she doesn't show appreciation, you're like, Madison, we worked this, or your mom, or whoever. You I mean, you made the chicken. I did. I rocked. In our new air fryer. Um, but that's where your other person comes in and like calls them out or if you did something for one of the kids and they didn't appreciate it i'd be like your dad like spent 45 minutes putting your gaming chair together and you weren't even happy about it you didn't even say thank you you know that's where the other person that's where team teammates come in well if i if i have to do that i do expect some sexual tricks well back to your expectation first of all i'm never doing a trick i'm not doing tricks that's not what they're called they're not called tricks. Stop saying that. I call them tricks. Well, call, do it silently, please. Because when you say tricks, I'm like feeling like I'm going like to ride a unicycle naked or something. Oh, yeah. I got the unicycle. Or like we're going to have like, Dude, you know, I got some like cool a trapeze stuff. or something happening. Ooh. And I have to like do a trapeze act or walk a high wire. Would you do that for me? No, I'm not doing tricks. I, I said no. That sounds so good. Or like there's a trampoline and I got to do like triple flips. Well, not triple. In a teddy. Triple flips and teddy night. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I want triple flips and teddy night. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Triple flips and teddy night. <laughs> Come on. Let's do it. No. Oh gosh. I'll do triple flips when I hold a teddy bear while I'm doing it. On the trampoline Maybe. in our bedroom. If our ceilings were a little bit higher, we could have a trampoline in our bedroom. Our bedroom's big enough. But I don't think our ceilings are quite tall enough. If we vaulted them, or we could dome our room, have a dome, and we could open it at night. Let's not get silly. Oh, my gosh. You're getting silly now. You're getting getting out of control. Who's the one that wants tricks in the bedroom? I do, but I'm not going to dome our freaking room to get more dome. I'm a dreamer, man. (laughs) I'm a dreamer, bro. (laughs) Dreamer, man. I'm a dreamer. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Whatever. It is what it is. But anyway. You know what? This is a good talk on relationships. We'll talk some more in another podcast about relationships. Okay. But basically, we just want to say 2020 is right around the corner. Make your goals. Make them big. But also, don't forget to make short-term goals so you can celebrate those victories that will give you momentum to reach that major goal that you want this year. And Don't overdo it. That's right. Don't make like 522 goals. Just one. Make some. Well, no, Hashtag it don't more. get divorced. It can be It can be more than just one. Maybe you make a financial goal, a, a, a goal for your fitness, and, and a family goal, okay? Like people go like, I want to get a new car. I want to move. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to get rich. 
I want to have another baby. I mean, they have all these goals. And it's like, okay, well, when are you going to do all this? Because I don't know. Then you don't work on anything because you're overwhelmed because your goals are too many. It's, it, it, we learn. Keep, it's smart goals. Are you tired? A little. Make smart goals. Smart choices, people. Smart right. goals, attainable actions, activities right. to get to your goal. Wow, that was profound. It's pretty good. Okay. I think that's all we got here. I think we're pretty maxed out for tonight. All right. So we'll be back. Oh, we'll be back. All right. Good night.